0: hey guys my name is bj lair and i am jed burks and we are the big red junkies we laugh we drink and we talk well dude we got a win on the board it was a W? I'll, I'll take it. And, and, and no, this is not Barry White. No, 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 no. Jed's uh, Jed's dealing with a little. I don't. Did you get tested? Is it COVID? I did not get tested. Okay, no. just no, a, just, no a, test. just a flu bug. No test. We're going with flu. I'm all right. Seasonal allergies, whatever. No, I've been battling some for like two weeks. But I, dude, I had COVID the first time around. There's no way it's the same thing.
1: Yeah, no, it was not like it was last year when I had that either. So no, it was just I needed some time off and. Uh, couldn't really get out of bed for a while, and I was all right. Yeah.
0: So all all right, other than the voice is feeling super sexy today. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, guys, keep your girls away from this this show because they might uh, they might be looking for us. Or Jed anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I mean, it, the game was a win. I didn't feel comfortable the entire time watching us for some reason. I, the I just, entire time? I, I just I couldn't feel comfortable. I don't know why. It never felt comfortable to me. Um, I mean, I saw a lot of good stuff happening. I saw a, a nice set of adjustments that happened throughout the middle, early part of the second quarter. But the first quarter was disgusting. Yes, it was. It was It was hard to watch. Yes, it, was. it was tough. It was hard to watch. And I, I will also admit that I was doing a lot of cooking and running back and forth to the smoker while I was you know, during the first half. So, I, I mean, the, the positives I had out of the whole game total I mean, third and fourth down efficiency was huge. I yes. thought it was amazing. Uh third down 12 for 19, 64% and 4 for 4 on fourth down, this is the
1: second highest uh
0: percentage third down per,
1: uh conversion percentage that we've had under Frost.
0: I like it. Uh, who was the first one? The, what was the, the, first game? the
1: last one was uh 2019 Maryland. I think we had we had just over 66% or 66% Damn. exactly or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean it, that was exciting. I I got when I when I saw that number I was kind of surprised to be honest with you because uh, I felt like we did have some different drives that sputtered out a little bit, but um, apparently
1: not on fourth down. Well, I'll tell you, to go along with that third down conversion one, one of my biggest positives is the uh, number of plays that it took to do a lot of our uh, scoring drives. You know, one of our biggest faults is being able to move the ball, get across the forty yard, the opponent's forty yard line, and, stall then, out. and we stall out. Stall out. We talked or, about that a lot last year. Or hell, even getting inside the 20 and not getting into the end zone, which we were able to do today, uh, Saturday. Uh, look, our scoring drives, even on the field, well, touchdown, 13 plays, 75 yards, field goal, 7 plays, touchdown, 8. Uh, those, those five consecutive touchdowns, 8 plays nine, plays, 9 plays, 9 plays, 9 plays, 10 plays, and then our last touchdown was 15 plays. Being able to sustain
0: drives, on and multiple, work it all the way out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that was a huge positive for us.
0: That's huge. I, I, I think that was enormous. That's not even something that I really touched on when I was looking at this. But, I mean, <clears throat> for me, the biggest thing that it showed me, on the at least on the fourth downs, A, we went for four of them, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should see more of that. I thought we saw a lot of that Frost first year here, and we didn't see as much of it the last two, mostly because I think we've been afraid of our own shadows for the last two years. But – I don't know. We're also not afraid of Fordham. We weren't afraid of them stopping us on anything. No. Um, But for me, bigger than anything was just seeing positive forward momentum when something seems to stall, Mm -hmm. which is what we've been asking for. We've been asking time and time again, please stop getting upset with yourself and – shrinking every single time something goes wrong
1: mistakes are going to happen yeah it's how you react after the mistakes happen and this team has not been able to react well after a mistake for a very very long time not just under frost but for many years now
0: yeah my other big thing and you're probably going to start getting tired of me talking about him because i love this kid Marquis step man
1: Mm -hmm. no he (laughs) looked i i will say i i mean of course he looked really good he looked very strong running but I do agree with. Uh, if you follow Damon Benning on Twitter, he uh, he'll put up screenshots for games. Sometimes he'll do like little video clips of games. Uh, hit Marquis steps vision, uh, finding the correct hole or finding it maybe even a different hole that opens up is needs a little work. Yeah, maybe uh, he he pointed that out on Twitter. Um, but he's running hard. I mean, there's you know there's no ifs ands or buts about that. So.
0: Well, and the biggest thing for me was his number of carries as opposed to everyone else's. Yes. His touches I thought were huge. I think that we've seen it twice over the last three – well, the first three years of Frost. We've seen it at least twice where it's taken until half or further even into the season for the coaching staff to really gravitate towards one bell cow guy that really it, it, it has felt in the past like – they just didn't have somebody they could trust. Yeah. This feels like an identification of that a little bit earlier on in the process. Maybe it's total BS and it was Fordham and they just kept giving it to the hot hand. I don't know. But 18 carries for 101 yards, averaging 5.6. Longest was 19. So it's not like he had ripped one off for 90 and the rest of it was trash. Yeah. It's that's that's a solid day.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a solid day. I'll take it. You know, I, I'm I'm aim- kind of uh curious to see how you know we we've talked about this before how it takes a while for you know you just said it for them to settle in on a, a running back yeah so, so usually it's been taken five six games um i am kind of curious I, i'm hoping that ramir johnson's uh utilization gets upgraded a little bit because i think he looks really really good when, he's looked sharp when he's able to get in there. Yeah. His burst is a lot better than any of the other guys that I've seen so far. Um, and I've loved Ramir Johnson ever since he got here. So I just kind of want him to get a chance, more, more of a chance than what he
0: has. I agree with that. Also wanted to note, um, don't know if you, if you heard about this or not, this is a uh, throwback to our boy. It was Ted Nugent, Fig Newton. Oh yeah. yeah. What's his name? Uh, found out. Marquis step is not. Two hundred twenty pounds. Oh, well. he's weighed in at two fifteen and two eighteen so far for games this
1: year. Oh, well, then I guess he's <laughs> he's not the guy. Then I I don't know what to say. I mean,
0: well, uh, we were operating off of his old USC weight, where he said he was as high as two forty his freshman season there. And uh, I guess this is this is like high school playing weight. He hasn't been this small since high school.
1: Where did you see that at? It was
0: he he was quoted in in the press conference talking. Oh, about really? It. Yeah. Oh. He was talking about that, and so I thought that was pretty cool. He said he feels faster, so that was pretty neat. Um, You know, but I... Speaking of that guy, uh, there are a couple of Twitter
1: questions that he sent out to us uh, that we can tackle a little bit later if you would like.
0: Oh, dokey then. Do you have any other positives you wanted to throw out there? I mean...
1: Uh, One of my big ones for uh, the offense was the, you know, because my previous podcast host buddy uh lee he called me up uh, on sunday and was of course wanting to trump up wyatt lever and uh i'm only saying that lee because i like to give you shit um and he was talking about wyatt's block on samari torre's touchdown run oh yeah and it was fantastic and that was great and you know and he had called me just before i started watching the game uh on sunday morning or sunday afternoon actually um and so going into starting to watch the game i was like okay well i'm gonna check out for that play to be able to see why it's block and i just kind of also start because i knew we ran the ball a ton we, i mean our running backs had 50 carries and samari Touri had a handful of those carries as well um i just wanted to see watch all of the receivers blocking and honestly it wasn't just wyatt yeah there were a lot of downfield blocks uh whether when omar when, manning puts a block on somebody Xavier Betts was doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There was a couple of borderline probably holding penalties. that should have been, might've been called, <laughs> especially for
0: their plays on the field.
1: Yeah. yeah. But they, they were downfield and it wasn't just on the runs on some of those, uh, catches by Austin Allen and him trucking along, you know, carrying people 10 yards downfield and stuff on some of his catches. There were downfield blocks by the wide receivers. I, I think the mantra of Lubick and Frost, no block, no rock, uh, it's one of the main reasons why I'm not trying to take anything away from, I know why we always bust the balls, bring up Wyatt Lever. I'm not trying to take anything away from his athletic ability, but, but the main reason he's on the field is because of the way he's able to block. Yeah. Um, yes, he can catch the ball. Yes, he can run good routes, all those things, and that's why he's also on the field. But he Wyatt even said himself that there are certain guys that are not on this team that transferred because they weren't interested in blocking uh-huh. So, uh, I don't know why Kurt Warner's son wouldn't want to block, but you know I'm not going to name any names.
0: <laughs> Shots fired! <laughs> Shots fired! Damn. Yeah, I mean, the blocking was something I actually I I completely forgot to mention because of the struggles of the O line that we'll get into here in a minute. That was that's actually one of my one of my negatives that I just wanted to throw out for the second week in a row. Coaches are making excuses for the offensive line. Yeah, specifically, Greg Austin literally said there were some things we're see- we were seeing that we ha- that they hadn't shown before. Why are we so worried about what teams are showing in the past? Why are we so worried about watching film on a team and then getting thrown off by them using something different in in gameplay? I, I, I mean I throwing his hands up because yeah, I can't talk. What, what, what is <laughs> what is there to say? Because. It's I mean, the second week in a row we've heard that same shit excuse.
1: Yes. Now, I will say, to to I'm not disagreeing with you, but to counteract, you know, after the Illinois game, Marquise stepped kind of through his offensive line under the bus saying that they need to do better and all these things. I agree, things. yeah. But Marquise also said after this Fordham game that they played a lot better and they were doing things that they should have been doing and all those things. So he, he almost made up for it by saying that they played really well this this last week.
0: And they did after about halfway through the second yes. quarter. Yes.
1: To your point, as far as, you know, I said it in the Fordham preview or maybe even in the Illinois recap, whichever one it was, do what you do. And of course the joke was that what we, what Nebraska did is what (laughs) Nebraska does. But, but the point is control what you can control. You can only control your team. Do what you have taught your players to do. Oh yeah. If you change from that, then that's when chaos happens. You should be able to line up in front of Fordham and say, okay.
0: That's my point here. It's fucking Fordham. Yeah. Why are we making excuses for offensive line saying, because that's essentially what they're doing. Yeah. They're saying, ah, oh, they played like shit because I didn't prepare them well enough. I didn't show them film on them doing this. Why do you even need film on Fordham in the first place? All right. Line up, get your man and hold them tight. Yeah. Stop. Like just stop with the BS if they're not good, if they're not ready, fine. Let us let us understand that. Stop stop making it sound like, oh man, shucks, I, I screwed up again. I didn't I didn't have them prepared. Ah oh, darn, it, it's it's bullshit in my opinion. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's
1: I don't want to sit here and make it sound like uh, it's old school Nebraska where we can just line up and do whatever we want.
0: It's them. exactly. Fuck, it's Fordham. Yeah. That that I don't care if it's old school, or new school. This is power five football against something that five year olds should be doing. I, I I seriously I don't even know what conference they play in. Liberty Conference, right? Patriot League. Patriot League. See, I didn't even know. <laughs> but that's my whole point. Is this doesn't it doesn't make any sense that we can't line up across from them? And I and I understand there's more parity in college football now. There's people that are staying close to home or going certain places for certain things. Hell, Deion Sanders is. Raising kids. I, I don't even know where he's coaching. Something Jefferson or something Jackson, like that.
1: Jacksonville or something like Jacksonville. Whatever. I don't
0: know, I don't know but he, he, he supposedly has two first-rounders on his team this year. I don't even fucking care. These, this is Fordham. And I was... I, well, the big I, I difference say, there
1: with what you said is that he has two for possible two first-rounders. He's also this. Deion Sanders well, coaching. Not just that, but <laughs> they can have one or two guys. Yeah. And that's cool. But there's 11 guys out there. Yeah. So we can, we, you know... You don't have to watch a whole lot of film just say where's this guy and that guy outside of this guy and that guy just hit somebody that's in front of you. Yeah. We don't need to scheme a whole lot of crap. And to be fair also and again I don't want to make it sound like uh old again old school Nebraska where we can you know with the quote the the fun line was always we we played vanilla on offense just so we didn't have to show anything or anything else like that. I'm not trying to say that because this program is not where it is in a place where we don't have to show anything to hide no, something because all. we give it all out should every day. We exactly. Should be anyway, I don't, they didn't run much. I mean, without saying the past stuff about vanilla, they were very vanilla on Saturday. Yeah. They, they, there was multiple times where they ran the exact same play with the exact same formation back to back and they were successful. And that's what you have to do in college. When, when you're overmatching somebody else, just run the same fucking the same play until, until they, until stop, they it. stop you. Yeah, and that's what we—that's what we did for most of that game on Saturday
0: after the first
1: quarter. Yes, I said most of the game. I didn't.
0: Yeah, because I will tell you when I was texting you, I think it was maybe five minutes into the second, and I said Martinez is getting showed up by this kid from by Tosh <laughs> nephew, or <laughs> yeah. what? A, yeah. that was the most random thing you sent me that morning. <laughs> was, oh, hey, by the way, the quarterback for Fordham. <sighs> uh his his uncle is Tosh.0, oh, the comedian. And that was like Daniel Tosh. Oh yeah. That's yeah. that's that's fucking weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Jed Burke's folks, like random facts pulled out of nowhere. Um but I mean kind of what you talked about was another thing that leads me into the first point that I actually had on the negative side of things was Adrian doesn't see still doesn't seem to feel comfortable running this offense. I it's watching it against such a subpar opponent and watching him do things that to me made me scratch my head when he had 10 seconds to throw a ball. He didn't have 10 seconds to throw a ball. It there were a few plays where it was damn close. My whole point is I don't I don't I don't know that it's time to, to throw in the towel on him from a standpoint of him getting it, but I don't see him getting it. This is year four. This is year four in the system. I don't see an improvement from him in a decision making factor. I'm not talking about his physical play. I'm talking about him making decisions, getting through his progressions, and making a quick decision to get the ball out.
1: I will ask the question, I ask every single time when this comes up, is it him holding onto the ball too long, or is it his receivers? His receivers were wide open. No, they were not. Yes,
0: they were. There were multiple plays I watched him look off three or four dudes in his progression and, and check down to guys wide open over the middle. Wide open. I'm talking about... They had beaten their receiver okay, by two m- or three times? yards. But how many times? It was at least four. Okay. Four out of? Four that would have been touchdowns. 23 passes. That would have been touchdowns. That's
1: There's, a lot. I'm just saying. That's a lot. I, just like the Illinois thing. The Illinois recap. I'm not absolving Adrian Martinez. I get it. But I, don't, I know you don't not, want me to bash on him. I'm not saying you. But I'm talking I'm, in general sense. I, I,
0: my, my biggest thing is it's, it's, I keep watching this happen over and over and over again. And it's one of two things. He either doesn't see it, which is a lack of knowledge of the of the program, or he's not comfortable with his capabilities. And he, and he, he doesn't was, trust his arm.
1: And he was still a 74% passer in the game.
0: I totally get that. But throwing dink and Dunk stuff for the most part. Uh, kind of. I mean, how many did he connect? I know he connected on a couple long balls, but how many did he connect that went past ten yards? Let me get it. Hold on. Uh, Turn the page. Uh, The other thing that to me, while you're while you're finding
1: those stats, okay, he was three of five uh, from eleven to twenty yards, and four of six from twenty-one plus. Okay, those aren't bad stats. I'll take four of six from over 21 yards. Especially when the dudes were always wide open. Yeah. I mean, I'll even take three of five, three of five from one to 10 and seven of seven uh, for Adder or behind the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Just maybe, maybe it's not a game where you can look at the stats by themselves and say it, but me watching him, I, I just got this feeling that he doesn't trust himself to make those throws. And, and
1: that's one of the other things about a game like this is that I don't put a whole lot of, Really, anything because you know, when I said that I think that they ran a lot of vanilla stuff, I think that they treated this game like a practice.
0: That's fine, but why aren't you trying those throws then? This is a game where that doesn't matter because there's not somebody else back there to pick it off. Make that throw, I at least try it. I don't stretch yourself a little bit. I think they
1: did. Like I said, they they had 10, well, six passes
0: over 20 yards, that's solid. But I mean, how many other Stretching programs the out there would say that that sounds like something that's solid?
1: Yeah, but what what kind of offense are those other programs running? I agree that that's not the kind. That's not really the kind of offense that we run. So that's kind of a unfair comparison. Sure, that's fair. I, I mean, it really depends on what other schools you're talking about, and again, I, I mean, what, what I mean, kind I mean, of offense that they run. Because, like Alabama last year, granted, you also have the talent <laughs> that they have on the outside. <laughs> They're going to throw it a lot more down the field. Yeah because they have the best players. So it's, you know, again, it's kind of an unfair comparison considering we don't have those kind of players on the outside. I agree with that. We don't have anywhere close to those kind of players.
0: I agree with that. I just, specifically focusing on Adrian, to me, I, there was one, I, I can't even remember where it was in the game, but I literally watched his under-crossing guy, it was it, I believe it was a tight end, ended up, he completely lost his guy. He was running wide by himself in the middle of the field. Adrian looked away from him. Right behind him, you had Omar Manning at the top of the screen who had completely beat his dude coming back to the middle of the field and had at least three strides on the guy. All Adrian had to do was float a ball out. He could have got underneath, it, but it was a touchdown. He ends up checking down to a guy standing four yards up the field on the sideline who's falling out of bounds to catch the ball. And it just it, it made no sense to me. And he looked as if he saw it and didn't feel comfortable making the throw. And there was no one else out there. It, it, made, it made no sense not to let go of that. To either one of those guys would have been a first down easy. One of them would have been a touchdown. No, no doubt about it. And it, it's it's frustrating to me. And I I felt like watching the postgame presser presser with Frost specifically. He made the comment. We put a lot on that kid's shoulders with this type of offense that we run. Yeah, that, was that to me also spoke to he still doesn't feel comfortable in this offense. He's not seeing everything, and we know that. I didn't. I didn't take the quote that like that. I maybe it was because I was already thinking it myself, I mean, and then to hear that just sounds like backup. But I, I, I literally took it just like I'm like, wow, even Frost is admitting the exact same thing that I saw today.
1: Yeah, uh, like I said, I don't really. I didn't really take it that way. I just think that they're just I I, mean, I don't know. I, I I find it very hard to nitpick on a fifty-two to seven seventy-four percent uh,
0: completion. But we wouldn't be us if we just sat here and praised, praised, praised him for five. Well, days. I'm not
1: saying praise him.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's like I, I think it's more about a lot what you what
1: I don't mean you, but somebody could say that there were glimpses of uh, where it could be a big problem against a better opponent. Yeah. And, and I could see that. But we've also seen him
0: play better against bigger opponents as well. So, so this team is definitely guilty of playing down to their competition. I guess, to their competition I guess more what I'm trying to in, in say times. is
1: it's this game is so hard to be one side or the other overly on either side because it's just fucking Fordham. I get it's, that. You no, know, it's – I don't know.
0: My only other negative that I had. Because I really didn't have that much from the game, even though it seems like we focused on that a lot more than the positives. The rush defense, uh, I mean, explain to me how an extremely talented, extremely upperclassman Illinois got 160 on 39 attempts for 4.1 average, and Fordham ran it 28 times for 129 and an average of 4.6. Because we only had uh, one sack,
1: and we only had a handful of – tackles for loss. That's my other thing. Why did we only have one sack? Well,
0: but I mean, and their quarterback was getting the ball out that, super that fast. Was,
1: that's exactly what it was. It, it, that quarterback, as soon as he put that, and I'm getting, you're going to hear this in the Buffalo preview. Uh, he got his back foot on the ground when he was dropping back
0: and that ball was gone. Made the decisions like this. Yes. And that was, that was what, that was what I was seeing that was making and, and I agree too. And I made this, I was texting with another buddy of mine that um, he, he, he was, livid going off on adrian and this and that and this and that and talking about the fordham quarterback looking better and the same thing i said i also did say i was like yeah the fordham guy probably has one or two progressions to go through and that and that's it's a lot easier to make that decision than the complex offense that we're running with two three four sometimes five or six options out there and still having to choose to put a ball in the air or pull it down and run yep and so I, I get that and I will give Adrian that credence, but at the same time, it's another thing that brings me back to maybe he's just not ever going to get this offense because he doesn't have enough between the ears.
1: As far as Fordham's offense, it also might be a situation where they went into this game saying you, We're ha- you literally have to everything. get everything. You <laughs> have to get rid of the ball or well, else you're gonna it. get killed. Yeah. So when you put your back foot in the ground, throw it. Yeah. You know. They, they probably, whether they trust their offensive line or not, I don't know, but they might not trust their offensive line the way that they they probably should against a division, you know, a big boy school like in Nebraska. They know, hey,
0: get rid of the ball as soon as you possibly can. Well, the, the other thing that was really frustrating to me was I kept seeing their guys get wide open in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I'm not talking about 20, 30 yards down, but a, a guy getting wide open on those crossers us. at eight yards. Every ha- single that happened time. against Illinois. Yeah. Same it was, thing. It was, almost, it was almost automatic for them. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't run more of it and bring us up. Yeah. They would have got some stuff open over top. Mm-hmm. If, if you want me to bring up a negative, I mean, you, we got yeah. special teams again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's... Oh, but let's... let's I was going to get to addressing the over-unders that we talked about. We'll we'll get into that. Just in a general
1: sense of uh, I'm I'm going to be very interested to see if Cam Taylor Brick gets back out there because when he did what he did on Saturday, he didn't go back there again the rest of the game. And I don't mean just punts. He didn't go back out on defense either. Yeah. So I'm not saying that he's not playing on defense on Saturday against Buffalo, but it'll be interesting to see if he's back there on punts and hell. I would be interested to almost see what the crowd reaction will be since it's in Lincoln. If the first time Buffalo punts and Cam Taylor goes back there, who else are we going to put back there though? Well, I br- mean, Ramir Johnson, Well, I think Oliver I Martin, Oliver Martin is the too, other right. guy, but he didn't play on Saturday because of a little injury. They, all they say is a little injury because yeah. God forbid you talk about injuries because they think it's a HIPAA violation, which it's really not, but whatever. Um, they also think they're protecting the players, but the best best coach in college football history is not protecting his players because he talks about injuries all the time. So I guess it's a big deal. But anyway, oh, Jed's out here jabbing at
0: the Tom Osborne <laughs> fans. Not Tom Osborne. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying by bringing up Nick Saban as the best football coach, he in is. College football. Shut up. I he agree, just, but you know
1: you're gonna get I'm, some. Grabs I was on not that jabbing one. at Tom Osborne. <laughs> I, that, that's just let's be real. Um, Osborne's up there, but he's. He, Saban's the best, anyway. Agreed. Um, but he talks about injuries all the time, and somehow that's not a big deal. But
0: anyway, um, he also has three five-star dudes behind every absolutely. But I'm just simply to fill
1: him in. Frost makes it a big deal. We got to protect the privacy of the player. Okay. I'm not saying that they don't deserve privacy, but relax. I get anyway, it. I get what you're saying. Um, so if Oliver Martin can play, he'll be the guy that goes back there for. The punt returns because it was either Oliver Martin or Cam Taylor Britt previously. If Oliver Martin does not play, I don't know who will go back there. There was no injury
0: reported for Britt, was there? Injury for yeah. Britt? No, that's what I thought. You that mean was... for Martin for the injury? No, for Britt to oh. to be pulled, not play on defense, and not be out there. And the, the oh, no, 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 no. No, he was not out there because he got into
1: it with Frost and a couple of players on the sideline. <laughs> Stop being such a bitch.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, and I, I, I will say one thing about this year: watching the sidelines when players go back after making mistakes, there's not as much of a meltdown from the coaching staff, which I appreciate. Yeah, uh, it looks like they're treating them more like collegiate athletes and, like, this is a business and get out there and do your best and don't fuck around. But if you do, we've got your back. We can fix this. I I felt like there was a lot of that prior to this, and maybe that led to some of the change in the culture that we've we've heard and heard so much about this year. I will say one other uh, positive
1: was Fordham in the second half. They ran 24 plays in the second half and only had 56 yards.
0: I do like that. They get they get the majority of any of their chunks of yards all came in the first quarter. Yes, when we had to make so many adjustments because we didn't see hey, things on film. Here's another positive: <laughs> we made in-game I adjustments. Say, I Did say I like the adjustments. I did say I like the adjustments. We made in-game so look, adjustments. Look, this is not just a griping show. Uh, you know, we we did. There positive. might be some sarcasm if when we say that, but <laughs> I'm also I'm also a huge fan of the fact we held them under 300 yards. We've talked about that as being a magic number in yeah. my head. Being under, it was two ninety two, two ninety two, and two ninety three, but being under that to me, that's a huge thing. Also, the time of possessions was awesome. Penalties only having four total between two teams. Yep. I get it; it's one of those powder puff games. The refs aren't going to pull the flag that many times. Like you already alluded to, there were some things you saw that should have been called.
1: One way I don't know other, about should have. They were just very borderline. That if they would have been called, I'd have been like, okay, I see it.
0: Two yellow tags for ten I'll yards. Take, I'll absolutely. take that any day.
1: Especially since the second one was like basically towards the end of the game.
0: And positives on the turnover margin. Loved it. Hey, I the one fumble by um uh Adrian at the beginning or no Smothers, the, Smothers the one the, the, the one by Adrian at the beginning was just kind of a a mesh point. Meh. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. The one by Smothers. That's a that's a rookie mistake. Yep. That's you're gonna learn from that. That's a learning moment right there. Luckily, that was a, that it didn't was a cost Taylor Martinez special. It where you was 100. <laughs> I I'm out here. I'm all that is man, and I will make it to the end zone. God yeah, damn it! Oh, yeah. bye ball, bye ball. <laughs> so, no, uh, let's let's hit our let's hit our uh, our uh, prop bets real fast. Just kind of give us a brief rundown. I know I kind of shit the bed on most of them. Well, you owe me a shot. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get on that. Okay, I'm
1: just telling you. <laughs> so, uh, how many quarterbacks will play? This one's kind of funny because the third quarterback came in for the very last play. One play, yeah. Q- so technically three he did quarterbacks. Not throw the plays. ball, did he? You no, didn't throw the no, because it was just the one play because there was ten seconds left. So uh, we each said three, so we were right. the The people on the poll picked two.
0: Uh, God, they were way more right than us. <laughs> well, no. We in were right. real life, they were way no. more right than no. us. There were three c- quarterbacks to play. This is Jed. He won't He won't <laughs>
1: let it down. <laughs> uh, sacks by the opponent. Uh, it was one and a half, and they only had one. So we both took the under. The, the people in the poll took the under as well, so we were all right on that. Uh, Fordham, yards per carry. The number was three. Oh, they had, God, they had 4.6. Everybody took the under. So obviously we were wrong on that. I, I think the big thing that we were hope we were planning on were more tackles for loss and more sacks. Uh, which obviously both those stats will be coming up here very soon. Um, Austin Allen catches. He had two really early, and then he kind of went away a little bit, and then he had two more. So he had four. The over-under was two and a half. Uh, You took the over. I took the under. Everybody, the pollsters
0: took the over. That was one more thing that I will say from a play calling perspective. I liked how many targets our tight ends got. Yeah. I still could see more. because Chancellor Brewington. (laughs) (laughs) I do think we have some talent out there that I'd like to see grabbing more, but uh, I like the targets that we got. Um, Who
1: will be the leading rusher? Uh, The poll picked step. You would put you put step. I, Duh. Uh, I did Ramir Johnson just because, I, I, like I said, in the in the uh, preview, they seem to just pull somebody out of the hat. So seems we'll like see. it uh, tackles for loss by Nebraska. You had me move this up to 11 and a half. God, I was wrong. <laughs> and I think you said like 17, 16 or seventeen. I was so wrong. So uh, the people on the poll took the under. So they're smarter than us because they there was only five. I took the over, but highly reluctantly, I thought maybe we'd get to 12, but that's the only reason why I said over, but uh, total punt return yards. I initially set this up at uh, 15 and a half, and you told me to go higher, (laughs) so I said 25 and a half, and you still said over, so I said under since you moved it up. And I bet the big fat shot on it. No, that wasn't the shot. I thought I put the shot on that one. It's but I uh, but what,
0: what was the total? What was the total? The, what was the actual total? Yeah, it was the actual total zero. <laughs> exactly. So bad. So exactly. bad. Exactly. So and I, I said he's taking one to the house. Ken Taylor Bridge taking yeah. one to the house. Well, he, he went home after that one. Yeah, he went he <laughs> went to the house to ice his knees yeah, and he, he was would done. find
1: his balls, probably and interesting on the poll it was an exact tie for over and under so oh, i didn't see they, that they weren't able to uh, make up their mind on the poll turnover margin plus 1.5 for nebraska uh ended up just being plus 1 yeah i saw that because of the muff punt so uh we we took the un- over the pollsters took the under or we took the over they took the under so they got it right uh completions by adrian 13 and a half uh, he ended up with 17. You took the over. So good job. Uh, I took the under cause I didn't know that he was going to throw it that many times.
0: And I, th- all- I think he had some stuff he had to work out. I really do. I, I don't disagree
1: with you. I just thought that we were going to be up early enough, which we weren't because no. we struggled in the first quarter. So that's why. And in the poll, only one person picked the under with me, with me. And I don't think she really wants to be around with me in these situations. So, <laughs> Stacy, we're going to call you out. <laughs> good, good job of being the solo pick to take the under, but you and me both got it wrong. Uh, and then the one that you owe me a shot on, Nebraska Sacks.
0: Oh, man.
1: You're the what one. did I even get to? What did I even you get to You put here? the number to six and a half. And they got one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. So you owe me a shot on that one. I definitely do. I thought I had a shot on the uh, the special teams one too,
1: and and, and the the poll the people on the poll easily clear, make- picked the under as well. They were like, "You're stupid for putting that number." So,
0: oh yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, I thought that was bad. The only other one thing that I wanted to mention and throw out there because I think that pretty well wraps up everything for us. But I really, 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 really enjoyed seeing some of the old school option thrown out there. Yes. Um, I like the wrinkle and, with, with Toure as well. Well, and that's, that's, I think something we can expect to see moving forward. It sounded like, cause I think he caught three of those, uh, something like that. Yeah. But he, uh, no, Toure just in general impressed me yes. this week. Yes. It's becoming very quickly easy to see why he was touted the way he was coming in. And I'm glad for him being here. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really love to see some attention being paid to him, giving Omar Manning some more open opportunities, but we'll see if that happens. So, and that's a wrap. Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Anchor. would you have a new skill on your Alexa, you can actually set us up as part of your daily briefing. Find us on Twitter and Facebook at Big Red Junkies. And don't forget to join the Big Red Junkies Nation. It's a Facebook group where adults who aren't afraid to speak their mind and aren't afraid to hear other people's go other people go off <laughs> and get together and chat up Oscar football. Cheers, brother. Let's go do a shot. I'm in.